Sakina, I mean, releasing results yesterday. Um, you know, before we get into the numbers, I think the core theme of the results announcement yesterday was that uh, they're going to be focusing on where their bread is buttered, and excuse the pun, you know, Tiger Brands, where their bread is buttered. <laughs> um, but, you know, they, essentially they, they disposed of much of their African businesses um, last year, well, last year, and we know what a disaster their soiree into Africa was, um, you know, and the kind of write-downs that they took in Nigeria, and having to sell a uh, you know, the flour mills onto Dangoti flour mills um, in Nigeria at a substantial loss and, you know, retreat from Africa licking their wounds. So, you know, I think uh, they, they essentially 70% of their earnings is driven by middle-income South African consumers consuming their um, breakfast cereals, their energy drinks, as well as their consumer staple products. And, you know, the, the, the core of the, of, of the earnings call yesterday was that that's where they're going to be focusing much of their energy. Um, you know, moving forward. So if we look at the results, Akina, profit up 6.5%, headline earnings per share up about 8%. Um, you know, they made, they, they made reference to the fact that uh, it was a very, very tough operating environment and, uh, you know, consu- with consumers coming under severe pressure. And this is even in an environment where food price inflation has begun to wane, Sakina. So, you know, we, they're probably going to feel the majority of those benefits um, in the next six months as we see food prices come down quite substantially. But nonetheless, even in the first half of the year, food price inflation would have come off quite a high base from this time last year. So despite, the, despite some of that reprieve, Sakina, still reporting a very, very tough operating environment and, uh, you know, only growing profit in the mid-single digits. So the market didn't really seem to like the news. The share price was down about a percent and a half on the day. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the important thing here, Sakina, is to be able to look through the cycle. And when looking through the cycle, um, you know, I think the strategy of focusing on its home market where it generates the majority of its profits with uh, only moving into Africa where they see substantial opportunities for growth and doing it much more cautiously um, under, new, under the new CEO uh, than what was previously done to prevent further accidents from happening. Um, and also, you know, at the end of the day, it is a, it is a high-quality business in a fairly defensive sector uh, with very good margins and, uh, you know, likely to benefit from uh, improved margins in the foreseeable future. So, you know, I think if you're, willing to be, if you're willing to look through some of the short-term noise of volume pressures because of a weak economy, um, you know, Tiger Brands potentially offering some interesting opportunities. And the PPI numbers also came out yesterday. What, would, what should we make of those? Yeah, Sakina, I mean, I think this is the second inflation number this week, which came in well below analyst expectations. You know, analysts expecting around about uh, 5.3% and PPI coming in at 4.8%. So moderating very, very rapidly uh, from even just one month ago on a year-on-year basis. Now, you know, a, lot, a large extent of the strong moderation we're seeing in inflation is because of, is because of base effects. So it's not really, uh, you know, because uh, the demand is really drying up or any structural change in, 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 in uh, so the underlying drivers. It's simply just that one year ago the base was so much higher relative to where it is now because of things like rand strength, because of things like uh, oil prices, because of things like food inflation and, and, and the drought. So, you know, the, the base effects are simply driving inflation much, much lower. Um, and we're seeing that uh, for both consumers as well as producers, Sakina. So what we hope is that this is, uh, is going to 
to sustain itself at least until the end of the year and continue to see inflation on a downward trajectory. Um, you know, we see that that, in fact, is the base case scenario for uh, the Reserve Bank, that inflation is going to continue to moderate for the rest of the year, uh, yet we still see interest rates being kept on hold. So, you know, Sakina, I think at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the, the Reserve Bank is factoring the, this in and is factoring in the fact that uh, it is high base effects. And once this ba- the, the, the high base rolls over and we start to uh, move into 20, uh, 2018, beginning of 2018, uh, we're going to start to see these inflation numbers normalize again and then probably move back towards the very top end of the 3 to 6% target band. Um, you know, so I think, Sakina, while it is encouraging and consumers are getting a bit of reprieve, uh, at the end of the day, you know, we still need to get economic growth going um, in, and, and to really capitalize on this environment of moderating inflation, a stronger RAND. Uh, you know, we really need to start boosting business confidence, see investment pick up, and really start getting economic growth going again. And just finally, Nadir, uh, what can we expect from the U.S. GDP numbers that are coming out today? Yeah, Sakina, there's, there's a lot of talk about these numbers because the U.S. economy has really been moving from strength to strength and moving in the right direction. Um, you know, if you follow what the unemployment numbers are doing, uh, coming in below 4.7%, for, for, uh, you know, so it's, so it's lowest level basically uh, since before the global financial crisis. We're seeing them consistently adding around 200,000 jobs a month um, within the U.S., which is a stellar progress uh, over there. We're starting to see very, very early signs of, of wage price inflation coming through, so wage inflation coming through, which is a key measure or key statistic for that the Federal Reserve watches um, in terms of what they expect overall inflation to do and what they're going to be doing with monetary policy. Um, so it seems that many, many years of, um, you know, very, very hard stimulus uh, from the Federal Reserve seems to be paying dividends now, and we're starting to see growth heading in the right direction. We start to see reflation within the U.S. economy, um, you know, and hopefully what we start to see is uh, some good economic data on the back of that. So what we'll be looking for is around about a 2.5% growth number uh, from the U.S. for the, for, for, for the first quarter. Um, and if we start to see these growth numbers coming through, Sakina, it's just going to strengthen the case for the Federal Reserve to increase interest rates at its June meeting and continue increasing interest rates throughout the remainder of the year, perhaps, uh, you know, after the June meeting perhaps another one or two interest rate increases this year as the U.S. starts to normalize monetary policy and get interest rates to a more normalized level. So we'll wait and see what comes out tomorrow, Sakina, uh, but certainly the anecdotal evidence that, be, that has been coming out which would uh, you know, contribute towards GDP growth has been very positive for the U.S. so far this year. Nadir, we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much and have a good weekend. Nadir Token, Investment Analyst at 274 Investment Managers.